It's Monday, February 21st, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Well, it's great to be back with you again today. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. Uh, If you were in church with us, you studied one of my favorite passages, uh, Jesus walking on the water. Uh, Both of these past weekends, I love the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000, and the story of him walking on water is one of those that has captured my imagination since I was a little boy. So getting to open that up and talk about it a little bit in worship was wonderful. If you missed worship, then a quick reminder, not only on the website can you find Goodwill Talk and Goodwill Talk Daily, But you can also go to the Sermons tab and you can listen to the sermon from your branch or you can watch the main feed out of Montgomery um, that happened at 9 o'clock. Really encourage you to go back and listen to the sermons from the last couple of weeks if you haven't been able to be in worship, either because of COVID or snow or any of those things. That's a resource that's really good for you. So don't miss the sermon, even if you had to miss church. Go back and, and enjoy that from the website. Today... We're continuing our journey through 2 Timothy. We're in chapter 2, 2 Timothy chapter 2, and I'm going to read for us verses 1 and 2. You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to faithful men and women who will be able to teach others also. We're looking at the beginning of verse 2 today. What you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses. There's something really important here about the Christian faith that I think we want to consider. Christianity is by nature a public faith. Here's what I mean by that. What we believe as Christians is not a secret. Secrets are something that, um, you know, we, we have a lot of fun with as kids. We do secret parties for people. Um, there's a bit of information that is given to a privileged few. Right? Secrets can be can be a fun thing. I remember keeping a secret from my mom before Christmas. I'd bought her I'd bought her a gift, and uh, I I wrapped it up and I put it under the tree, and I was so excited. And she opened it up, and it was a um, it was a hollowed out rolling pin with fake vegetables put in it because that's the kind of gift I thought my mom would like when I was about six seven years old, and she had to pretend to love it. It eventually disappeared on a move or something like that is for some reason that didn't get packed away. But, um, you know, we, we have secrets, we have fun with secrets, but then also we've seen how secrets can be used to hurt folks. Secrets being told behind other people's back secrets that are being kept that actually lead to destruction. We've seen how secrets can be used to wield power. Say, I have secret information that you don't have, and you don't get to have that information because It's secret. There are a whole lot of other religions that use this kind of a tactic. You know, I can think of one religion. A lot of celebrities follow it. And you don't really know the tenets, the doctrines, the beliefs of this religion until you reach a certain level of enlightenment. Of course, to get to those levels of enlightenment, you have to pay to get more teaching. And at every point, you were learning more until eventually... You become one of the higher-ups in the faith, and finally you get to learn what is the main thing we believe in this religion. There are even secret societies that are around. Maybe you're a part of a secret society. That's a different conversation for a different day. But what happens behind closed doors of secret societies? Well, it's a secret. 
It's kept from the population. It's not public, but it's private. It's secret. The proclaiming of the gospel, the laying out of the basic core tenets of the faith, that is not a secret in Christianity. We're looking for opportunities to tell you what we believe. It is public. Paul is telling Timothy here that he has heard him say these things, the the core beliefs of the gospel, the grace that is found in Jesus Christ and in him alone, this strong grace in Jesus Christ, this good news that we will find mercy in the Lord on the final day, the good deposit that's been entrusted to us, all of this, the pattern of sound teething, faith, teaching, faith and love in Jesus Christ, the appearing of our Savior in his resurrection after he has destroyed death, all of this, the core tenets of the faith are publicly shared. You don't have to be a Christian for years and years and years and give tons and tons of money to finally find out what Christians believe. No, the gospel is clear from the start. It is an announcement. By nature, it is a good news announcement that we declare far and wide that the kingdom of God has come and we have access to this kingdom through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. He forgives us of our sins and he promises us eternal life with him forever. That's the gospel. There, you don't have to learn a secret. In the first couple centuries of the church, there was this movement called Gnosticism. And they believed that if you read the scriptures in a particular way, you could find a secret truth. And the secret truth was a greater truth than what was plain on the surface of the text. That God had implanted secrets in his word. Uh, you may remember not long ago, there was this movement called the Bible Code. Right? Do you remember the Bible code? Where if you if you added certain letters together, you came up with new messages. Right? There was a whole algorithm that you would place on the Bible to come out with secret messages that God had put in his Bible. That kind of thinking, that kind of an idea runs contrary to what Paul is telling Timothy, the core of who we are as Christians, all of our faith, all of our doctrine, everything is for public consumption. We don't hold secrets back, but we tell everybody, here's what we believe. But if we're honest with ourselves, I think that one of the reasons that we don't evangelize is because we're scared that the public proclamation of the gospel will bring ridicule. So we want to keep it secret, not because we think you have to be powerful to have the secret of the gospel. Not because you think you have to pay us a certain amount of money or attain a certain level of enlightenment, but we tend to hold the gospel secret out of fear. We're afraid of how people will respond. You're going into this week. You're going to work. You're going to be with your family. You're, you're, you're doing your normal weekly routine. And part of that routine is to spend these few minutes in the scriptures. We ought not act like we have a Gnostic faith, a secret faith. We, not, we ought not pretend that the faith is for us and for us alone by refusing to share it. Sure, we might not be thinking about, oh, well, it's, you're not smart enough, you're not enlightened. We're not thinking that way. But we're acting like Gnostics when we don't share the truth of the scriptures with those around us. The truth of the gospel is good news. 
share good news with the people around you. I've been emphasizing throughout this daily devotional and really in my ministry a lot lately, the need for us to evangelize. And the reason I'm doing that is because I think we saw over the last couple of years that discipleship and evangelism are not secondary things in the church, but they are the primary mission of the church. We are called to be part of a disciple-making movement. In order to do that, we must publicly declare the gospel. I don't mean you have to go stand on a street corner, although if the Lord tells you to do so, please obey. But are you publicly a Christian at work? Publicly a Christian among your friends? Do they know that if they have questions about God, questions about life, questions about the things that they experience, they can come to you and get a Christian perspective? Sometimes we don't want to out ourselves as Christians so that we can act like non-Christians. But really, when we out ourselves as Christians, we say, listen, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. When the people around us know this, it puts our life on display, but it also gives people an opportunity to come to us with their hurts and with their questions publicly say that you are a believer, a follower of Jesus Christ. You do not need to hide it. In some countries, you do, but, but here we don't. Would we be willing to say in the presence of many witnesses, would we be willing to say that we are followers of Jesus Christ and to share the good news that the kingdom of God has come and we have entrance into that kingdom through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ? Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you that the gospel is clear and it is public, that we don't have to reach a certain level of enlightenment, that we don't have to pay a bunch of money to get to the truth, but that you give us the truth right away. The kingdom of God is at hand and that, it, that you call us to repent and believe in the gospel, to put our faith in Jesus Christ, that his blood shared would cover, shed would cover our sins, that his resurrection would give us life and give us hope this gospel message, would we be proud of it? Because it is good news and good news that people need. Would we be public about our faith, Lord? Help us to do so. It is a natural fear to do, to do this because of how it might be received. So help us to be public about our faith, even in our workplace today, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for being with me today. Looking forward to be with you again tomorrow as we continue our journey through Second Timothy. Until then, have a wonderful day. That's all from Goodwill Talk Daily.